Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's devotional. All this week, we've been talking about the next generation, about the future, and how we can invest in the lives of those who are coming up behind us in order to help them be successful, help them be the people that God's called them to be. Uh, And I don't know about you, but sometimes when I think about the future and I look around at the way the world is, I I get a little discouraged. I mean, the economy is shaky. Um, The weather seems to be trying to kill us, right? It's flooding here. It's on fire in other places. I mean, the ocean was on fire a few weeks ago in the Gulf of Mexico. That's crazy. I don't think that's in the book of Revelation, but the ocean on fire definitely could be. Things are just weird right now and discouraging to think about how life is going to progress over the next five years, 10 years, 50 years. We don't know what's going to happen, but things don't seem to be going in a very positive direction. So when we think about the future, sometimes it can be discouraging. We can be frustrated or even scared about what's coming up next. Uh, Today we're going to be looking in the book of 2 Peter. Peter was writing to a group of Christians who were also somewhat concerned about the future. They were facing a lot of persecution. Uh, There was a big problem in the early church with false teachers, people who were going around saying that they had been one of Jesus' disciples or one of his apostles and bringing about false doctrine in order to make themselves wealthy. So there's a lot of anxiety in the early church, not only about the state of things that were, but also when is God going to fulfill all of his promises? Specifically, when is Jesus going to come back and make all things right? An event that the Bible refers to as the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord. And so the disciples and the early church, they're waiting for this great day of the Lord when Jesus will return and he'll fix everything and he'll wipe every tear away and make life what he intended it to be. And so Peter's writing to these early church members about this anxiety, about this when is God going to come back feeling that they had. So we're going to pick up uh, in verse 8 of 2 Peter chapter 3. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 8. Read with me. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, that is, his promise to return and make all things right. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Now, I don't know about you, but like this early church, like the people here that Peter's writing to, I'm also looking forward to the day of the Lord. I want to see Jesus return and put every wicked thing to death, that there no longer be sin or suffering, there no longer be death or pain, no longer be all these things about this cursed world that we have to deal with on a daily basis. I mean, imagine how incredible it's going to be when Christ returns and makes himself obvious king of the whole world. And there's no question, there he is serving uh, as our Lord and Savior here on the earth. It's going to be an amazing time for all of God's people. But what's taking so long? Why does God allow the, the blasphemy and the violence and the injustice? Why does God... 
wait to come back and put all things right. We know he has the power. Is he delayed? Is he distracted? What's going on? Well, Peter tells us what's going on. He's not slow. He's not delayed. He's not being held up because he got busy with something else. No, no. It says very clearly that the delay, the wait, the pause, these last 2,000 years that we've been waiting, is for our benefit. So that people have time to repent, to say yes to Jesus, to turn their back on their sin and accept him as their Lord. Because here's the deal. When Jesus comes back, that's it. There's no more opportunity to repent. There's no more chance for people to surrender their lives to Christ. It's over. So if Christ were to come back right now, that person that you've been praying for to get saved that's still outside of Christ, man, they're left out. That family member who's still separated from God, maybe that wayward child or that person in your class, if Jesus were to return today, and he may, but when he returns, that's it. There's no more chance for them to be accepted in the body of Christ. So he delays his return for our sakes to give the most number of people the opportunity to hear the word of God and to repent and be part of this family. So what does that mean for you and I? What should we do while we're waiting? While this opportunity still exists, this window of opportunity to repent and say yes to Christ, well, those of us who are in Christ, what are we supposed to do with this time? Well, here's what Peter says. In verse 11, he's been talking about, man, the day of the Lord is coming, and it's going to destroy everything with fire, and it's going to be this huge deal, and the elements are going to melt, and everything that's hidden will be laid bare. So what should we do? Verse 11, since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed it's coming. Hmm. So we've got two things we're supposed to do here. That one, we live holy and godly lives. That we don't abandon what we know to be right because we're frustrated or we're angry or we're despairing. No, man, we're going to cling to what is good, cling to what God has called us to, cling to right living and right thinking, cling to kindness and to affection for one another, even when there's disagreement. We're not going to be rude. We're not going to put people on blast on social media. We're going to be like Jesus. We're going to do what is right. We're going to be honest and have integrity because that day is coming and we want to make sure we're doing what God wants, that we are stuck in where he wants us to be. Amen? And the second thing we do is that we speed its coming. We speed the coming of the day of the Lord. How can we speed the coming of the day of the Lord? Well, if Jesus is waiting for people to repent and say yes to him, then if we're going to hurry that day along, we need to be about evangelism like crazy, sharing the gospel everywhere we go with everything we do and everyone we encounter. If we want Jesus to come back soon, then we've got to make sure as many people as possible hear the good news and have an opportunity to repent. So in a sense, God's not waiting on them to repent. He's also waiting on us to share, to open our mouths and be bold and give the good news of the gospel to the lady at Walmart, to our classmate, to our students this fall, to our teachers, to our family members. 
As long as we keep the gospel and the good news about Jesus locked up inside, we're slowing down God coming back. We're slowing down the plans of Jesus in the earth as as much as any person can do that. So I want to encourage you. Let's live right. Let's do right. Let's be the people that God has called us to be. And let's hasten his return by sharing the gospel with everybody in our lives, both through our actions and through our words. As we look forward to his coming, that's how we ought to be conducting ourselves. And as we think about the future, that's what God has for us. Not that we build something for ourselves, not that we raise up this wonderful next generation. Yes, we're going to do both of those things, but also we are looking ahead to the return of Christ. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we love you. Thank you so much that we have this promise that we are going to be rescued. God, you are going to come and set all things right. And as we wait for that great day, God, I pray that you would make us the people you've called us to be. God, that we would be righteous and holy and live right. That we would be examples to those around us of what it means to follow hard after you. And God, as we do that, I pray that you would show us opportunities to share Christ with those around us. God, that we would open our mouths and be bold with the message of repentance and hope that Christ brings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.